I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru podcast. Obviously, the big news over the last 24 hours, we did mention it this morning, was Tevita Pangai Jr. He is apparently going to be at the Penrith Panthers. This decision, it has flipped and flopped for the last few days. He was going there. The Panthers didn't want him. Now he is going there. The NRL shared it on their Instagram. It all looks pretty official. I think you will see Tevita Pangai Jr. lining out for the Panthers next week. And um, it's really interesting. And this opens up a whole can of worms. I know a lot of people are really upset about this. I've already had a couple of messages about it. I mean, how do you feel... Here we are in round, we're about to kick off round 19, so we're six weeks away from the final starting, and we've got premier players in our competition swapping teams. And, you know, not only swapping teams, but going to one of the premiership favourites from the team that's in contention for the wooden spoon. I mean, it is pretty wild, and it's sort of, to me, it's sort of got a NBA kind of super team sort of feel to it. And, you know what, it might be a bit early to make that call, but I mean... If the Penrith Panthers go on to win this competition this year with Tavita Pango Jr. and he stars in it, I mean, wow, where, where does that leave us moving forward? I mean, are we going to start to see sort of super teams in the back end where guys that are in teams that are struggling potentially sort of look around and go, well, you know, if I'm not going to be here anyway, why wouldn't I join X club for three months for whatever money they've got left and then have a good crack at winning a comp? I mean, I think it has real potential to be a proper thing moving forward. I mean, if, if for example, the Cronulla Sharks were out of contention, yeah? If they were out of contention, they were gone. I mean, what would stop Sean Johnson from sort of going, you know what, I'm not going to be here next year. It's a good opportunity for them to start to blood Tracy, to start to blood, um, you know, Trindle, these sort of guys. Why wouldn't I go and help a Parramatta? Why wouldn't I step into Mitch Moses' jersey, who's injured at the moment, and try and win a comp there? I mean, it really does open... Pandora's box for me and and I understand it's a bit of a premature call I get that but once as these teams start to become eliminated from this competition especially more so looking into the future and and you know what at the moment the thing that we're lucky about is for example the New Zealand Warriors they're coming 14th they're coming third last and for, for me they're still in contention to make the eight it's going to have to be an impressive finish to their season but they have got a good run and they can make it they're only two wins out of the top eight Now, the Brisbane Broncos, they are three wins out of the top eight with six games to go. I mean, it's not mathematically impossible for them to make it. The Canterbury Bulldogs, they're five wins out. Yeah, so they're five wins out. There's six games left. All the other teams aren't going to stand still realistically. So the Canterbury Bulldogs are really the only team that it's official that they will not be there. So, and look, for example, the Canterbury Bulldogs, I mean, there's no real absolute superstars in that team that aren't going to be there next season that you could say, oh, well, why don't they go and join a top team? But I think this year is probably the exception, realistically. I mean, if you look back to, say, you know, 2019, 2020, at this same time, I think the latter would look very different. I think at the moment, there's obviously so many teams at the top that are so dominant that the teams at the bottom, they're a little bit closer to make the eight than what they probably deserve to be. And we've got Savita Pango Jr. joining the Panthers. I mean, he goes from second last to second, yeah? 
in a space of a bus trip, essentially, which is pretty crazy. He goes from battling for a wooden spoon to legitimately battling for a premiership. He goes from a wooden spoon battle out with one other team to a premiership battle out with, you know, you could you could tell me with one other team, the Melbourne Storm. It is unbelievable to think about. And, I mean, you have a look at the New Zealand Warriors. They're a team that I mentioned the other day. And, you know, over the last few weeks, they've acquired Dallin Martinez lesniak He was the captain of the New Zealand Kiwis. He's been a premier winger in our game for quite a while. They've acquired Matty Lodge. I mean, Matty Lodge played 80 minutes in the front row the other day, set up a try, had a million runs and a million tackles. I mean, another premier player in our game. He might not be a kangaroo or a state of origin star, but Matt Lodge, I mean, the stats that he's been putting up recently next to any other front row in the game, and I'm sorry, he's a premier front rower. But the New Zealand Warriors, because they're coming 14th, we don't really look at it that way. But I'll tell you right now, if the New Zealand Warriors go on a charge and they do finish in the top eight, they get Roger back, they get Chanel Harris-DeVita back, all of a sudden this team can play footy and they're not the sort of team that you want to take on in finals footy, sudden death footy, because they throw the ball around. The game is more suited to them. They're going to have Cody Nicarima at nine now, I think, eventually, uh, which is going to make them a lot more dangerous. But, you know, you could argue that the Warriors, they've sort of stacked a team for the back end here. I mean, what's to stop Sean Johnson if the Sharks weren't going as well, potentially joining the Warriors early? And for me, it is a worry that the entire competition can change a few weeks before finals because there's opportunity elsewhere. This is why the June 30 thing was always so good because it stops teams from being able to do this. Now, I'm not sure if they've pushed it back this year just because of COVID or if it's going to be like this forever. I hope it's just because of COVID because I think this is a really good example of why we need that trade deadline in our game because... This is really starting to lean towards, and I know it's early stages. I know, I know, I'm overacting a little bit, but I mean, if I'm the other teams, if I'm the Melbourne Storm, I mean, over the last two weeks, we've already heard rumours in the Melbourne Storm that a pen- potentially Aaron Woods could be joining there. Now you might say Aaron Woods, oh, he's no good. Could you imagine Aaron Woods in the Melbourne Storm system? Can you look at what they've done with some front rowers that no one have want, no one has wanted, no one has wanted any interest with them in any way, shape, or form? Aaron Woods is a guy that's already played Origin. He's already played for the Kangaroos. Tell me, Craig Bellamy couldn't get the best out of Aaron Woods. I mean, I think Aaron Woods going there would be different to Aaron Woods going absolutely anywhere else in this competition. I would say he would be 30% better being in the Melbourne Storm system than being anywhere else. So for me, that would be a big signing if Woodsy was to go to the show, go, go go down to Melbourne. I think that would be massive. And I'm sorry, if you're Aaron Woods, you'd be crazy not to, wouldn't you? Woodsy hasn't won a premiership. Oh, you know, Woodsy's played a handful of finals games with the Sharks. I don't think he ever played any with the Tigers. I could be wrong, maybe in the very early days. And Woodsy, I I think he would be mad not to go there if he got the opportunity. And I I don't think Melbourne would even have to offer him much money. Yes, he'll have to take a bit of a pay cut for two or three months, but it's the opportunity to win a premiership. Let's be honest here. Does anyone see Aaron Woods winning a premiership anytime soon? I mean, none of these other top clubs are really coming knocking on his door to get him. Um, I mean, I I think he'd be crazy not to. Another one is up at Brisbane. Now, Brisbane's obviously coming 15th at the moment, and they've got their eyes on next season, realistically, let's be honest here. Uh, They're three wins out of the top eight if everyone else stands still. They have to win 50% of their games from now on. At the moment, they've won, what, five from 17? So, once again, let's be realistic. It's pretty unlikely that the Broncos are going to make finals footy. It's not impossible, but it's incredibly unlikely. I I would say that one more loss, and they would be mathematically ruled out of the scenario, realistically. Um, If I'm Xavier Coates, who hasn't been picked the last few weeks. They they, they they dropped him and then he played Origin. He's going to Melbourne next year anyway. I mean, geez, if Melbourne pick up the phone and say to Xavier Coates, hey, um, want to come maybe win a premiership? Fucking oath, I'll be there. George Jennings just got ruled out. 
for the season. They need a right winger. They've got a couple of young guys they could put in there, but I'm sorry, if you can get Xavier Coates to walk into that team, I think this would be unreal. I mean, yes, the the Panthers getting Tevita Pangai Jr., that's going to be massive. He's going to come off the bench. He'll probably play 30, 40 minutes. He'll have great impact. Um, but for me, if the, if the Melbourne Storm can get Xavier Coates and put him out on that right edge, I'm sorry, does that not become the best back three in the game? Josh Adokar, Xavier Coates, and then Pappenhausen or Nico Hines. You can swap either one of those two in. And I'm sorry, it's the best back three in the game right now. I mean, for them to get Xavier Coates outside Remus Smith on Jerome Hughes' side with his kicking game, we've seen what he's done with Vunavalu over the last few years. Dare I say, Xavier Coates is probably better in the air. And it is one thing that is incredibly hard to defend. It is so hard to defend. And then you think about, on top of that, the one time that we've seen Brian Toyo this year struggle a little bit has been in the air against Xavier Coates a couple of weeks ago. And I I know it was a long time ago. I know it was a one-off. Didn't happen in origin. Brian Toyo defended really well. But, I mean, Xavier Coates did get over the top of him. He just didn't catch the goddamn ball. And a lot of that came down to the effort of Brian Toyo. Don't get me wrong. But if these two meet on grand final day, which most of us are expecting, and the Melbourne Storm have the opportunity to add one of the best guys in the air in the game, Xavier Coates, and put him next to Remus Smith, I mean, two of the best guys in the air. I'm kicking there every day of the week. And I'm sorry, Xavier Coates, if I ring him, if Craig Bellamy rings him and says, mate, Brisbane, you're struggling. They're going to still have Jermaine Asako there. They're kind of picking him over you at the moment anyway. Um, what do you reckon? Oh, mate, where do I sign? Where's the bus? Where's the plane? How do I get there yesterday? He would go there in an instant. And I'm sorry, would anyone hold that against Xavier Coates? I think he'd be crazy not to go there. And I think Melbourne Storm would be crazy not to make this call to Xavier Coates. They've now got George Jennings that's injured. I reported the other day that Branko Lee is injured. He will not be back this year. He's not even even in, in their top 30 squad anymore. I mean, the writing's on the wall. You've got to go after Xavier Coates here. If, if the Panthers are going after TPJ to stack their bench, I mean, they've got state of origin forwards sitting on their bench. They've got Liam Martin who can't make the fucking 13. He's one of the best back rowers in the game. You'd be crazy. The Melbourne Storm would be crazy not to make this call to Xavier Coates, and Xavier Coates would be crazy not to go there. And to be honest with you, if I'm Kevin Walters, I've got to look at the bigger picture. I mean, why would he keep Xavier Coates there? Give me one good reason why I'd keep him there. You might be trying to win games this year, but then you're going to be screwed next year. Why not give a Jermaine Asako a real go on that wing to own that spot outside of Katoni Staggs? Brisbane gained nothing out of this. They gained nothing. Let's be perfectly honest here. They gain nothing by keeping Xavier Coates on their books right now. Let him go to Melbourne. And all of a sudden, they've got a much better footy side, in my opinion. It's the one weakness in their game right now, that right edge. How can they improve it? Chuck Xavier Coates in there. Different footy side. Gives them so much more strike across the park. Another big body coming out of their own end. Another kick target, which is going to be massive. But it brings me back to my point. Not few teams that can win a premiership now. Should they be allowed to stack their side six weeks before the comp? Because the reality is the salary cap means a lot less. It means heaps less. If you said to Xavier Coates, hey, for the next three months, you can stay in Brisbane earning that, or you can come to us and get X amount of dollars, whatever it might be. I mean, it's 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 an opportunity to win a premiership. Not many guys are going to get this shot. Tavita Pangai Jr., he's, he's just gone to a new level. He, he's, he's gone from, from playing for a wooden spoon in a team that doesn't want him to a team that wants him, and he gets to sit on the bench for 65 minutes and play 25 minutes and go berserk and hopefully win a premiership. It's unreal. It couldn't have gone any better for Tavita Pangai Jr. 
but it opens the door once again. Is it fair that these top teams get to stack their team moving forward? Is it fair that these guys who are who can win a premiership at the moment, it's a lot easier for them to negotiate? Can we get you into our team? Will you come here now? The, the, the carrot is dangling there, and it becomes very unfair to a lot of teams. And I understand it's a COVID year. It's a little bit different, but it's just something to think about because it's very NBA sort of super teams for me. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if Xavier Coates is in Melbourne within two weeks. I really wouldn't be. I mean, the writing is on the wall there. It makes sense for just about every single party except the Penrith Panthers. And right now, Tavita Pango Jr. walking into the Penrith Panthers, very similar situation. I don't think he's going to have the impact that everyone's telling me is. I haven't seen enough of him to buy into that. He's going to fit straight into this Penrith Panthers culture. He's turned the corner. He's a new fellow. I haven't seen enough of it. I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong. I'd be stoked to be proven wrong because I love Tavita. I think he's a brilliant player. I think he's got so much ability, but he has proven to be inconsistent. And that's something that I don't forget. And being unreliable is something that I don't forget either. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But it's very interesting to see how it's going to play out over the next few weeks. Very interesting to see how fans react to this. If either of these guys arrive in these two teams contending for a premiership and they make a huge difference, I mean, what does it mean moving forward? Coaches have got to be looking around the league. Guys that are in contention, I mean, teams like Manly, Roosters, Parramatta, South Sydney, you've got to be looking around the league to see what you can potentially grab. See what guys you can potentially lure out of their system to go down there. It really could be anything over the next few weeks. A very interesting situation that is playing out. I kind of like it from a content point of view. It gives us a lot to talk about. It makes it the, the competition even more interesting. But I do see the other side of it where, I mean, the top teams, it's a big advantage to be able to stack your sides in the back end. As I said, it's got a very NBA sort of super team feel to me. I know it's not at that extent, but it's got that sort of vibe to it. 